Thank you for coming in to today's Sunday Mass service. Let us open this service with the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us of our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. This is a communion service today, Sunday, the last week of October. Please get your elements ready, the bread and the juice that signifies the body of Christ. We do this in remembrance of our Lord Jesus Christ who died for us on the cross and made a difference in our lives eternally, forever and ever. We are eternally grateful for what he's done. Thank you, Jesus Christ. Our scripture is Psalm 62, verse 1. Truly my soul waited upon God. From him cometh my salvation. Let us wait upon the Lord this morning and take communion. Let's pick up the bread and say, This is the bread of life, the body of Jesus Christ, who died for us. He gave up his spirit so that we can live again, Lord. Thank you, Jesus Christ, for coming here sinless from heaven, pure, came down for a, a mission, Lord, to take away all our sins, all our sickness and diseases, and most of all, our eternal damnation, Lord God, that we were destined for hell, and we deserve it, Lord. We deserve it with our sins, Lord. We have no way to relieve ourselves from our sins, <clears throat> from our condemnation, from our guilt and you gave us the great exchange of all lord you gave us your body and took away our sins you took away our, our sickness and disease you took away our misery our loneliness our, our poverty you gave us a family you made us children of the most high lord and you gave us laughter you gave us joy you gave us peace you gave us tranquility hallelujah and most of all you gave us eternal life, Lord, here and the hereafter, Lord. Let us partake of the bread, which signifies the body of Christ. And with that, at evening time, Jesus took the cup and said, This is my blood shed for you for the remission of sins. This is the new covenant I am making with you. I am exchanging your poverty for my strength, your sickness for my health, your loneliness for my friendship, your ignorance for my wisdom. I give you my sanctification. The righteousness of God is yours. Let us go ahead and partake of the blood of Christ. <clears throat> Hallelujah, 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 amen, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. 
Amen. <clears throat> holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord. We praise Him. We thank Him. The Lord God is the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Psalms 27.1 He that is our God is the God of salvation. And unto God the Lord begun be, belong the issues from death. Psalm 68.20 the Lord has made known his salvation. His righteousness has he openly shown in the light of the heathen. Psalms 98.2 The Lord is my strength and his become my salvation. Psalm 118.14 Let thy mercies come also unto me, O Lord. Even thy salvation according to thy word. For the Lord taketh pleasure in his people, and he will beautify the meek with salvation. In the way of righteousness is life, and in the pathway thereof there is no death. But as many as receive him, to them he gave the power to become the sons of God even to them that believe on his name. John 1.12 Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. John 3.16 For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. John 3.36 He that believeth on the Son has everlasting life, and he that believeth not the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God abided on him. John 5.24 Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that heareth my word and believeth on him that has sent me has everlasting life, and shall not come into condemnation but it's passed from death unto life. John 6.40 And this is the will of him that sent me, that everyone which seek to see the Son and believe it on him may have everlasting life, and I will raise him up at the last day. John 6.47 Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believe it on me has everlasting life. John 10, 27, 28. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. I give unto them eternal life, and they shall never perish, neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. Acts 2, 38. Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Acts 4, 10, and 12. Be it known unto you, and to all the people of Israel, 
that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, whom God raised from the dead, even by him does this man stand here before you whole. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men, whereby we must be saved. Acts 16, 30 and 31. And brought them out and said, Sir, what must I do to be saved? And they said, Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved, and thy house. Romans 3.23 and 6.23 For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Romans 10.9 and 10 that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thy heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Romans 10.13 For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. 2 Corinthians 5.17 Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Ephesians 2.8-9 For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourself. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. 1 Timothy 2.3-4 for this is God acceptable in the sight of God our Savior. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God and Savior. Who will have all men to be saved and to come into the knowledge of the truth? Second Timothy 1.9 Who has saved us and called us with an holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given us in Christ Jesus before the world began. Titus 3, 5. Not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to the mercy he saved us by the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost. Second Peter one twenty three. Being born again, not a corruptible seed, but of incorruptible by the word of God, which liveth and abideth forever. Second Peter 3.9 The Lord is not slack concerning his promises, as some men account slackness, but is long-suffering to us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. 1 John 2.24 and 25 Let that therefore abide in you which you have heard from the beginning. If that which you have heard from the beginning shall remain in you, you also shall continue in the Son and in the Father. And this is the promise that he has promised us, even eternal life. 1 John 5, 11-12 And this is the record that God has given us eternal life, and this life is in his Son, 
He that has the Son has life, and he that has not the Son of God has not life. 1 John 5.13 These things have I written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God, that you may know that you have eternal life, and that you may believe on the name of the Son of God. May the Lord bless you and keep you, make His face to shine upon you, be gracious unto you. Go in peace. Our mass service has ended. Greet each other and have a great week. Greetings. We're going to be reading today's podcast on Limited Love by Gloria and Kenny Copeland, October 24th. All right. More powerful than feelings. The scripture for today is, Praise the Lord, how blessed is the man who fears the Lord, who greatly delights in his commandments. His descendants will be mighty on earth. The generation of the upright will be blessed. Light arises in the darkness for the upright. He is gracious and compassionate and righteous. He will not fear evil tidings. His heart is steadfast. Trusting in the Lord, his heart is upright. He will not fear until he looks with satisfaction on his adversaries. Psalms 112 verses 1 and 2, 4, 7 and 8. This is Gloria. Most people think a compassionate person is one who pets and pampers people's feelings when things go wrong. They think it's loving in in times of calamity to feel sorry for people, to pat their hands and say, I just feel so bad for you. Bless your heart, little heart. But according to the Word of God, there are times when that is just the opposite of what love a truly compassionate person will do when evil threatens the threatens and circumstances get dark real a real a truly compassionate person will do is love refuses to be moved by the emotions of the moment Love takes hold of the Word of God by faith and stands steadfast until the devil is defeated and the victory is won. I know from experience that that can be tough, but by the grace of God, it can be done. Some years ago, we had just begun a week-long believer's convection in Fort Worth when my granddaughter, Jenny was in a car accident. She was just a toddler at the time and so badly injured she had to be care lighted, lifted to a hospital. The medical personnel fully expected her to die before they got there. When they brought brought me the news, I didn't fold up in tears and just start feeling sorry for that baby. 
I didn't start worrying and weeping about how bad my daughter would feel if Jenny died. I just started confessing the word. I closed my heart to all the upset and bad reports and just centered on the promises of God. I closed my heart to get the the upset and bad reports and just centered on the promises of God. I kept the word coming out of my mouth and going back into my ears until my ears were full of it. I wouldn't let my mind think about anything else. I got tired of saying it at times, and I imagine the people around me got tired too. But I didn't care about that. I wasn't about to let some fleshy weariness or soulish emotion weaken my stand of faith and give the devil an opportunity to steal my granddaughter. If someone had offered me sympathy, I would have said, I, thanks, but I don't need it. My granddaughter will live and not die and declare the works of the Lord. She too, Jenny, is alive and well today and living her life for God. She's working proof that real compassion is more powerful than feelings. She's a living demonstration of what faith and love can do. Amen. And that, my friends, is the way we do it around here. And now I'm going to be reading Gloria Copeland in another writing. This one is Faith to Faith. 1 Corinthians 6, 6, 17 from the Amplified Bible says, But the person who is united to the Lord becomes one spirit with him. I once heard about a great man of God who looked in the mirror every day when he put on his suit and said, Suit, suit, clothe, everywhere you go today, God goes in you. And you know he's right. If you have united yourself to God by receiving Jesus as Lord, everywhere you go today, God goes too. As believers, we need to start becoming more conscious of that. We need to train ourselves to be constantly aware of God's inside of us, talking to us, teaching us, counseling us, empowering us, and enduring us with himself. We need to continue to remind ourselves that we are one spirit with him. That means that every time we face a problem, every time we face an evil spirit that tries to influence and hinder our lives, God is facing it too. When we meet those things, God meets them, and he's already overcome them. Let me encourage you when you get dressed today to look in the mirror and say, I am united to the Lord, and I have become one spirit with him. Body, everywhere you go today, God goes with you. God is in you. The power of God is in you. The wisdom of God is in you. The victory of God is in you. Say that to yourself every day, many times a day. Keep doing it until you begin to develop the habit of thinking the way, that way. Cultivate a constant awareness of the reality of God living in you. Amen. Now the Word of God is living in us. It's alive and well.
May God bless you. I hope you enjoyed today's reading. Some Something to ponder about and to be aware of. Every time you look in the mirror, say, God is in me all the way live, fully loving and energetic. Amen. Have a great day.